Welcome aboard Surround the World. This is Sasha speaking, your trusty travel guide for today's trip on the only podcast that takes you on a journey to the top destinations worldwide, all from the comfort of your listening device. Whether you go for leisure or business, let me give you an insight into the true meaning of travel. Our episode today, The Job, where we speak to a woman whose service gave her a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see the world we call home. Today, I'm joined by a Miss Tyon Carter, who's a logist- logistician in the military. Hello, Miss Miss Carter. How are you doing today? I'm well. And yourself? I'm good. So I just wanted to jump into the the meat and potatoes about the basics. Uh, what does your job entail, and how is traveling incorporated into what you do? Well, overall, I'm uh, in the United States Army, so I travel um, whenever I have to move or PCS, which is permanent change of station, permanent change of station, which is wherever the Army assigns me for a block of time. So um, that could be three years, four years, sometimes less or sometimes more. Okay. And what makes it enjoyable? It's enjoyable because I get to see the world. I get to go to places and actually live in places that um, I ordinarily would not live in. Um, and not just to visit as for, for leisure, but to actually live there and actually um, get a feel and a taste for the local culture and the, the local people and, and what is, life is like there. Was this always something you wanted to do or did it just happen? Um, the military was something that just happened and I decided to do in college. Um, and the very first place that I was stationed in was in Germany. That's where the army assigned me first. And after I got that experience of living abroad, then I got, I became more interested in travel (laughs) in my own personal time, as well as being more open to wherever the army sent me, whether that was for to be assigned or for deployment because I have been deployed a few times. Okay, so where were some of the places that that work sent you? Um, the military assigned me to Germany. I lived there for about four years, and I've also deployed to Afghanistan once, Iraq twice, and most recently, Kuwait. So I just got back from Kuwait early this morning, actually. Um, oh wow! In Kuwait, yeah. <laughs> And Kuwait was the first place that I've I've been to um, under deployment status where I actually did get to go off post more and interact with locals more often. And how was that? It was great um, because you're you're experiencing something or again a culture that's different from yours. Um, it's an Arab country where you know the, most um, of the residents there are. Muslim and so there's a different um, there are different like cultural aspects with the prayers that they have to do five times a day some of the beliefs how they dress and so it was good to see a lifestyle different um, from my own and and um, it definitely gave me more of a respect for other cultures what kinds of experiences did you have while visiting these destinations well some of the places like Germany uh, that was a great experience a positive experience because i was able to bring my family over and this was almost 20 years ago this was i first got there in 2003 and mm-hmm. left in 2007 but 
it was a positive experience because I was able to, again, share it with your family. Have, yeah, you know, have my own experiences and also share it with my family. And uh, with Germany being pretty central in Europe, we got to go to different places within Europe, um, not just in Germany. Um, as far as the deployments, I mean, those were pretty sketchy sometimes <laughs> because. Uh, I, I think that's kind of self-explanatory because, you know, it's wartime and you're defending your country and such. Right. It's um, a very it sensitive does, subject. Yeah, but it, it does, because of those experiences, that, that does make you more, I think, more aware, more mature. Um, right. And, but, it, but Kuwait was safer. You know, we were out of the war zone, so to speak. So um, that was a positive experience still, still with me being able to go off post and interact well, I'm glad to hear you had a, a very positive experience in Germany. Considering their history, I would pretty much assume that they wouldn't be too, you know, um, what's the word? Open or receptive? Yeah, open or receptive to people of, like, a different race or, like, stuff like that. No, actually. So I would say that you have racism everywhere, right? Yeah, of course. We have it in the, yeah, we have it in the U.S. too. Um and I would say of the four years that I was there, there are only two times that I can specifically recall like an, a, an issue, like something that was racially motivated. You know? Right. Um, but overall, um, I had a, a really good experience there. Now, of course, that's four years compared to somebody else who may have, you know, someone black who may have been there, lived there their entire life. They may have a completely different experience. Right. Um, but that's, one of the great things about travel also is that you get to see for yourself what the uh, what the world is like. Yeah, first-hand um, experience. You can't just go based off of other people's right. experiences first-hand and opinions. Experience. That's right. And that's why I, I, I gave Kuwait as an, ex- uh, an example because, you know, people have, people form these opinions about Arab culture, yeah. Arab life, and how it is toward women, and you have to see it for yourself and, and um, Again, I had a, a good experience in, in Kuwait. And it also teaches you that, you know, just because you may be in one region of the world, even right. within that region, each country has its own subculture. That right. makes it a little bit different. It's very, very diverse. Right. So I want to start getting into the more the growth aspect that you had from these experiences. How do you think these experiences shaped who you are today? Well... They definitely made me more comfortable um, with myself and made me uh, more comfortable with standing on my own two feet. Um, You know, when I was stationed in Germany, I was straight out of college. I was 23, 22, 23 years old. And so I was away from home. I didn't necessarily have the comfort of being able to fall back on mom and dad and my sister. Cause it was just, it was, I was on my own in a completely different country. Right. Um, but you learn, you learn how to use your own wings and you learn that even if there may be some unknowns or uncertainties that you're going to be okay. You know, that that's the good thing about kind of getting outside of your comfort zone and out of your bubble. Right. It kind of forces you to, to learn for yourself and do for yourself. Right. And to trust yourself and realize that you that you're fine, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That you can take care of yourself and you'll be okay. Um, 
and not only with living in Germany, but even with the, the deployments. Um, and again, I think it's just given me a greater sense of myself and what I'm capable of. And again, just to echo what I said before, you know, a, a greater respect for how other people live. Right. Um, I think that we can be very, as Americans, sometimes we can be pretty arrogant in our culture and you see how other people live. And yeah, you, definitely. You respect and want to incorporate into your life. Definitely, definitely. Do you think that traveling is one of the best ways to figure out who you are and give you a sense of independency? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and it makes because of that, it makes you less afraid, I think, to venture out, whether it's in traveling in other places or whether it's venturing out in a new new goal or new prospect in your life because again you've you've faced the unknown before so the unknown doesn't scare you right right and you're getting out of your comfort zone by leaving your region right and being exposed to to new things to new things absolutely what did you learn about yourself or about other people Hmm. i learned that um I am resilient. I learned that um, I am a people person. I've learned how to have to kind of go with the flow, and some, you have to be what's the saying? You have to be a palm tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, in different different areas, um, you have to learn how to adapt where you are. Um, I learned that I have that capability. I've learned that um, that I'm pretty good with kind of getting in and fitting in with with just about anyone and that, and I've learned that a lot of that has to do with my attitude and how I approach right you have to have an open mind with that sort of stuff or else right. it will just go in one ear and out the other exactly right um and as far as other people um I've learned that um you know other people have value whether it's it's how you were raised or not but how other people live even if they have less than you right sometimes how they live and how they see the world is more valuable even if you're coming from the west exactly the western way isn't necessarily the best way as we would like to think exactly because we're very focused on material things whereas in comparison to the eastern hemisphere they're more family oriented and very much so yeah yeah Yeah. did your outlook slower yeah they are definitely a lot slower they take their time with things and They're very thorough, and it's just beautiful to see. Right. Yeah. Did your outlook on life change at all? Yes. um, Just, you know, because of all those things and how what it taught me about myself that I mentioned. um, How I saw other people live as far as being more family-oriented. And, um, like, for example, in, in Germany, like, they don't. From when I, because we worked with a lot of, on base at the time, we had a lot of local nationals working with us. And right. when it was time to get off, they got off. There was no overtime. Right. <laughs> yeah. They very, they so prioritized I, their their right. time. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, um, yeah, they prioritized their, their time. They didn't overwork themselves or over, overextend themselves right. in concern of their, like, health. Exactly. Yeah. They they work, 
and when they're at work, they work hard. And when it's time to go, it's time to go. <laughs> exactly. Um, I wish it, that's how it was over here. Right. And, you know, that's to elaborate on one of your earlier questions. Um, some of the things that I've seen or, or that you may see in your future travels, you will learn to or choose to adapt into your own life. You know, so right. although... Although our culture at large may not do certain things a certain way, it gives you a little bit more permission to do it personally in your own life, to adapt certain ways of life for yourself. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. I, I noticed that I, whenever I travel, I definitely like to incorporate the things that I've seen and, and done into my everyday lifestyle. Right. To make myself a more well-rounded person, you know? Absolutely. Do you think that you would be the person today that you are today without having traveled the world the way you did? No, no, I don't think so. Um, again, it's just given me a worldview. Um, and it has given me um, a greater sense, a greater confidence in myself. Again, having to um, live in other countries. And, you know, when you're in a, when you're another country and you don't speak the language whether that's in germany or it's the middle east and you're in kuwait you although a lot of them speak english you really are humbled and you know yeah for me i think it definitely makes me more gives me more empathy for foreigners that are in the u.s who are in the u.s trying to figure things out it's not easy to to pick up and reroot you know your life right in a whole new country um but yeah Yes, yeah, is def. I I can't even imagine how it is for them living in a country, especially that's so prejudiced against them. Right, for no reason. For no reason no at all. Reason. And that's why I, I I was using Kuwait as an example, of live actually living in a Arab culture where you know Islam is the predominant uh, uh, religion because we we form these ideas of what it's like as a woman to be Muslim, right? What and all these things, right? Mm, all these assumptions huh? all these assumptions all these assumptions and then you you live there and you're there for i was there for six months and you it may not be the religion of your choice that you would choose to follow but you see really how things um can be and again you know kuwait as a arab country is different from saudi arabia and saudi arabia is different from the UAE, and that's different from Jordan, and they're, you know, it's not homogeneous, and I think we tend to think that all Arab cultures, or all, all the Arab same countries are the same. And yeah, and that's not the case. It's not. And it's amazing how they, like, branch off of each other, but they still, like, hold true to the same, their, their values and religion align. Right. Absolutely. Uh what was the this is sort of the takeaway segment of the uh conversation so what was the most rewarding part about traveling for work um the i can't just give one um yeah give give however many you feel (laughs) (laughs) one being that i was able to share my experiences with uh, my family, especially in Germany, um, 
Now, because I was able to bring them over and we could see the, we could see Europe together. Now, right. Of course, I couldn't bring them over for deployments, but there were some things that I could share with them, whether it was, um, you know, oils that I was able to buy or different um, marble carvings that I was able to buy for them. Right. Or whether it was a pictures of, of me out on, in, in the town of Kuwait with my abaya and hijab on. So they could, you know, I was able to share that part, uh, able to share my travels with them. So did they live um, with you at the time or they just visited? Well, it, when I was in Germany, they actually visited. But, you know, when I was in the Middle East, those were deployments, so they couldn't visit. Oh, okay, but I was okay. able to still, through pictures and video calls, I was able to share some things or send them some things that I was able to buy right. in the Middle East. Um, and then the other great thing or takeaway, um, again, was an appreciation for how others live and how others think and how others process information and um, how others see the world. And it, it made me question some things, which is good because it makes you more of a world thinker and more of a critical thinker. Right. Um, and the other thing, great thing is, again, I, I've, I've learned to stand on my own feet, to own, my own two feet, and this has made me comfortable with myself and venturing into something that's different because I've been, for the last 20 years, I've been venturing into different um, environments. Right. Well, I had to kind of figure things out on my own along, you know, and there's always the military. I mean, you, you do have your military community when you, when you travel, but still, when right. you don't have like that reach back to family where things get a little uncomfortable and you can just run home. You can't do that. Right, right. <laughs> and y'all are pretty much figuring out things together for the first time, like to get together as a sense of community, since you guys are all going to one spot where y'all pretty much never been before. And you pretty much answered my f next question, which was, do you feel fulfilled? It sounds like you feel pretty fulfilled. Oh, yes. And it's uh, fulfilled, and I'm, I'm still eager for, for more travel, whether it's work-related or um, or personal. Exactly. That that's, that's what I like to hear. And lastly, what, when you retire or when you when you're not doing this job anymore, what is it that you'll you would miss most about your job? Um, I will miss the camaraderie. Um, from the the sense of traveling, I will I will miss actually having the opportunity to be in a place for a significant amount of time, as opposed to. You know, when I retire, I will still travel, but it will probably be for, you know, I'll visit a place for a few days or a few weeks at a right. time. For probably. leisure. For leisure. But with the military, where they're sending, they're assigning me to a place. I'm there. The shortest place I've been there outside of a country, that, this country's been six months, all the way up to four years. Oh, wow. So you really get to kind of sit in the, in the culture. And I, I will miss that, not just being in and out, but actually being able to be kind of like a citizen because you're right. there longer um so that part i will miss yeah i, I would miss it too honestly because you do get tired of just staying stagnant in one place for a long time yeah yeah it piques your, your curiosity once you get started with the travel bug it, 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 there's no turning back I think. <laughs> yeah I, I can attest to that too
Well, I want to thank you for coming on today. Thank you for your your insight into the the traveling world. No problem. It was fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Wasn't Miss Carter's perspective nice? We all know that those in the military travel worldwide, but we never get to sit down and hear what they have to offer. Her experiences sounded very educational and immersive, and I'm so glad she shared it with us. Thanks for tuning in. This is Sasha signing off for Around the World. See you next time.